Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. All right, rope droppers. Welcome aboard the Disney Skyliner at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Now get ready to travel back in time and enter the animated worlds of Disney. We are on our way to Disney's Pop Century Resort and Disney's Art of Animation Resort. All right, we are here in the Skyliner going from the uh, Caribbean Beach hub over to Pop Century and Art of Animation we're not going to be there. It's not going to be a very long time. So we just rode from Epcot to Caribbean Beach. The whole family. Uh, we are in the DuckTales Skyliner, Derek. The DuckTales one. All right, guys. What do you think of the Skyliner? Is it a yay or a nay? Yay. 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 It was a very sad yay from the kids. Michelle, thoughts? Well, we just transferred, and that was super easy. There was no going up and down like you do on a monorail. That was very easy Just when you transfer at Caribbean Beach. Disney's Art of Animation Resort, a larger-than-life resort that celebrates the creative magic that goes into crafting Disney animated films, from sketches to reality. On your left is Disney's Pop Century Resort, a memorable resort that celebrates the way we lived, played, and communicated with each other throughout the 20th century. All right, so they talk a lot on this line, but we're coming in between the resorts over the lake now. A very quick short ride. It's nice and breezy in here. You guys, it's about 80 degrees out. What are you thinking temperature-wise? Uh, sure. It's pretty nice. It's really good. It's very breezy. It was a warm walk to get here. Relax and enjoy the most magical flight on Earth. The most magical flight on earth. That's that's what they're saying. So we started talking basically right as we got on and got going. We are pulling up, guys. So in just a few moments, we will be arriving at the only floating Skyliner station at Walt Disney World Resort. Passengers can disembark here for Disney's Pop Century Resort and for Disney's Art of Animation Resort. Thank you for flying the Disney Skyliner. Bon voyage. All right, so we are pulling up. Uh, we can see rooms on the left and the right. It's a pretty cool view from out in the middle. It's not the easiest to get pictures off the Skyliner. Um, when it's wrapped, the wraps make it harder. So we have landed and it started raining outside. So now we're gonna walk to our room in the rain. But uh, now we're just slowly inching our way up there, and the princess and the frog one did not run into the back of us, so that's good. Here we go, getting off. And I'm off, the step off is a little weird, a little awkward. So, yeah, but lots of fun. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. 
I would highly recommend the Skyliner to anybody thinking about it. No reason not to. Maybe in the future the line's gonna get longer, but right now we didn't wait more than a minute for it at all. So, all right, this has been Doug for Rope Drop Radio. Have a good day. Hello, Rope Droppers, and welcome to a bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. This is Doug. I'm here at Disney World. I just checked into the Contemporary Resort. And we have spent this morning and last night at Star Wars, A Galaxy's Edge. And it was a lot of fun. And it was the first time that our kids got to see it. So they're here to talk to you about what they saw, what they thought. You've heard what I've seen and thought. You've heard what Derek has thought. Now it's time for the McKnight children to chime in. So... Which child wants to go first to talk about Smuggler's Run Alden? What were your first thoughts on Smuggler's Run? Uh, I really love Smuggler's Run because you have different jobs. And it's a little bit like Mission Space where you have the jobs, but it's really smooth and the graphics are really good on the cockpit windows. And it's a lot of fun. What positions uh, did you like the most? Uh, pilot. That was the only thing I did. Pilot. All right, Samantha. Um, first of all, it's nothing like Mission Space because uh, the decisions you make actually matter. Mission Space, it's, it's the buttons light up and you don't push them, nothing happens. But yeah, I was pilot and then Claire took my spot, so I had to be gunner. But I like pilot the best. Pilot the best. Now we've you guys have all been pilot. Claire, what has your favorite position been? Gunner or pilot. Gunner or pilot. So, of the two pilots, what would you guys say is the better pilot, left or right? Left. 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 It's a unanimous left. Why don't you like the right? The right side, it's really confusing because it's the opposite as what it seems. Because to go up, you pull down, and to go down, you go go up. Yeah, Yeah, go up. Yeah, it's like flying a plane. So that that's the pilot job, right? And left and right. And you guys missed all kinds of buttons, but you did fairly good. We didn't crash into too much. We got both coaxiums every time. We've done it three times, right? Uh, double coaxium both times. And uh, we even didn't end up in the asteroid field. So it's pretty impressive for your first flights, I thought. Um, which makes the times where I've ridden with people... When we didn't get two coaxiums, even more questionable. Like, how bad a pilots were there, for real. So, other Star Wars things. Let's talk about what you thought when you first walked into the land. Samantha, how did that look to you? Um, It looked exactly how I expected it to look. Now, you've read the book, Black Spire Outpost, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, was there things in the book that you see around the land that only somebody that read the book would understand and see? Yes. Characters. Mm-hmm. Some of the extra characters and little details. So if you haven't read the book, Samantha would tell you, read the book. Or get the audiobook from Audible. Um, that'd be a good way to go. Uh, food-wise, we ate at uh, Cargo Docking Bay 7. There we go. Docking Bay 7. Um, what were your thoughts on the food, Alden? Mm, my thoughts on the food were... So we got, for the kids' meal, we got the fried chicken, mac and cheese, and asparagus. Mm-hmm. 
and the fried chicken was good, and the mac and cheese was good, and an asparagus was just normal. You didn't taste it to know, know what it's like. it was just normal old asparagus. You had to take it off of your plate and put it somewhere else like a two-year-old. It was entertaining. All right, Samantha, what did you think of the food? Um, it was good. Mm-hmm. The chicken wasn't like normal fried chicken. It was seasoned weird, but I liked it. Yeah, it's a little different. It's not a chicken nugget, is it? Um, do you like having the food be slightly different and not a chicken nugget? Mm, no. No, you'd prefer just chicken nuggets. There's no reason they can't nugget a chicken in the other galaxy. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay, so food, eh, kind of a miss. Alden, you tried some of the pot roast. What did you think of that? The pot roast was really good. It was way better than the fried chicken. There you go. The pot roast is really good. Other areas of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge... You guys got to do one of the premium experiences today, which is to build a droid. And I think you all had a lot of fun building a droid. Uh, Alden, you want to talk first about that? Mm-hmm. So when you walk in the door, uh, it's pretty small compared to what you would think. And you have the droid parts um, from that look like they're from the movies and just scrap droid parts hanging from the ceiling and going in a circle mm-hmm. around the... Depot, the, droid depot. Yeah, the depot. And you walk in and you go down two lines if you have your reservation on time. And you get your bucket, or not bucket, uh, basket. basket. And it tells you all the parts that you need and like where they would go once you get to the depot part. Yeah. And so the con- the parts are on a moving conveyor belt. So if you miss it, you would have to wait for it to come back around. And they were they were strict, so no touching the conveyor belt. Otherwise, it will stop. Yeah, it did stop while we were there, didn't it? And then I had to restart it. Was it easy to pick out your parts, Claire? No, 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 no. Okay, is that because when you so when you pay to begin with, you have to tell them you whether you want to do an R series, like R two D two, or you want to do a BB unit. And Claire said she wanted to do an R-series, just like Sam and Alden. And then she had a change of heart once she was looking at all the parts and do a BB unit. And you're just holding this little basket. You think it's as simple as, oh, we want to change. Here's your basket back. Give us the other basket because it's the exact same price. No, it can't be that simple. You have to actually go back to the cash register to the person that did not take your money. You have to go to the other one for some reason, and do a refund and an exchange to be able to get the other part. I don't really understand. I guess they're tracking probably what they sell of each, but oh my gosh, that was that was unexpected. But we did get to do the BB unit, right, Claire? Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, they have like then you go to a station where you put it together and you use a screwdriver that's hanging from the ceiling, right? Was that fun using the screwdriver? Uh, yes. Yes, I couldn't do it, so the person that was helping me had to do it for me. Yeah, they're very helpful. No problems. Uh, the screwdriver was definitely different, but I kind of was scared that I was going to do it too hard or just do it too loose and then break the screw. Yes, you were not pushing nearly hard enough on the screw. You have to push, actually push. Um, so you, you guys all made droids. Uh, Samantha, tell us a little bit about your droid. Oh, my droid's name is uh, Scrappy. Scrappy. Why is the name Scrappy? Because it's like five different colors and five different models, pretty much. 
So, yeah, it looks like it's just scrapped together. So yep. it's named Scrappy. There you go. Scrappy, an R unit. Alden? So my droid is an R series, and its name is Pew Pew, um, because I got the blasters for the sides or mm-hmm. the legs of the droid. And mine is red and black and white. So I have a, I have a red head with white eyes and then a black body with red covers and then red legs and a white leg. And then so I got the covers for the side, but then we figured out that we didn't need them. So we had to um, put in the blasters. Right, lots of detail on the colors. Claire, tell us about your BB unit. I got, um, I did all purple. All purple. And then it went crazy. It goes a little crazy. Um, the R units definitely drive better. Uh, a lot more control on steering them. The but BB they, units are a little nuts. And, but they're cuter. They're very cute. Much better in pictures, as Claire pointed out. So, there you go. The Droid Depot was a win. So, if you have three kids and you want to have one build and the other ones watch... Like, only one builder and one adult can get in at a time. They're very strict about that. So you can't have a whole bunch of, like, people go in and just build one droid. Um, they Like, we watched where one kid was building and mom had to stand on the other side of the fence because dad was in there building with him. So that is something to, that you have to pay attention to. Um other things in Galaxy's Edge, we have not tried Blue Milk yet. That's on the list to do. We've done a tiny bit of shopping, but not much. Um, Alden, one more thought? Um, Ogus, we went to Ogus, mm-hmm. and they told us that it was 90% standing room, but that was fine. And we, when we got in, we realized it was 90% standing room. There was three booths, and There's- like... We, we sat at the bar. Well, not sat. Yep. We, we stood. We stood at the bar, and we got uh, Bespin Fizz, Carbon Freeze, and one other thing. So we've had a lot of fun in Galaxy's Edge. That's kind of the thoughts from the McKnight children. So for Doug, Samantha Alden, and Claire, this has been a bonus Rope Drop Radio.